this time on Don't Evolve Me. We have a plan. A plan. We have a plan this time. We're going to talk Invincible. All right. And I have a cold open for you. What's happening? I already did a little bit uh, blind ranking of Invincible characters, one through five. Of all the characters? No, just five characters, blind ranking. Okay, okay. Uh, No, no, no. I'm doing it. Okay, okay. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. First one, Adam Eve. Okay, that's number five. No, 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 you, you got a you got a blind. Oh, ranking. oh, you want me to rank? Yeah, you're okay, blind. Okay, ranking. okay, okay. Uh, four. Okay. Mark Grayson, Invincible. One. Okay. Shit, who the has three? I didn't write this down. <laughs> um. Oh. Says we have a battle blind. beast. Three. Amber. Five. Omni Man, two. That actually worked out decently yeah. well. I think yeah. Omni Man would be number one. I think I thought I character. thought about that. I thought about that, but I mean, Invincible is literally the title character, so that's fair. Battle Beast. Yeah, you fucked him up. A lot of people like a lot of people like Battle Beast. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into it. Yeah. All right, let's cue the music. Alright, welcome to Don't Evolve Me, the place like Ash, Ketchum's Pikachu, we don't evolve, we just level up. And Brandon, you're back, back to back. Heck yeah, back again. Like Drake, <laughs> back to back. Happy to be back. Like Michael Jordan, back to back. I don't know how many other references I can do. Yeah, I was waiting for I'm the like next Lincoln. one. I'm <laughs> uh, Georgia Bulldogs, back to back. College football? Yeah, you got, you got the sports on me, I don't... Uh... I got the sports on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Brandon, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm excited. Excited. Yeah, for this episode. Talking about Invincible? Talking about Invincible. This, all right, for everyone who doesn't know, this is going to be an Invincible show. I fucking love Invincible. You are the biggest fan I know. I'm the biggest fan that I know. (laughs) I don't know if anyone beats me for being a fan of Invincible. I'm actually excited that you're the one that I'm talking to about Invincible because I feel like you're the one person that I hyped up Invincible who actually watched it and then was like, yeah. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, for sure. I do remember that. You um, were buying the comics well before the show came out. I was, and then the show came out, and then the comics got super expensive. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a bunch of out right now. The one that's in a case is uh, spent $100 on it. That was the big uh, spoiler episode. So in the show... Um, it was episode one that they showed the big twist, the big plot twist that gets people mm. into it. But right in the, the comic, big, right it was end. very. Um, it was episode. It wasn't until issue seven, I believe, issue seven, yeah, that the twist happened. Because before it was like a normal. It, it's a comic book that was reminiscent of Spider-Man, and it was kind of like, why am I reading this? And then the twist happens. And the twist happens. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been a couple years. We probably get talk spoilers. You think you think I can talk spoilers? I feel like it's gonna be really hard to the, dance uh, around everything. The betrayal of it's, it's, Omni Man. It's literally the first episode of the show. It is. <laughs> that that the dad's I mean, evil. Yeah, I, I was hooked right at that point. Yeah, it started out a little slow, but I, I think that was the best way to end the episode. 
I think that was the best way to go about it. Yeah. Um, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but yes. All right. Show me your wares. My wares. Wearing a, a Unity shirt today. Nice. That's my wares. I um, I'm like you last time, wearing just a blue polo looking shirt with buttons, and I have a San Francisco Giants hat on. Rocking the hats. I'm rocking the hats. Rocking the bald head. Very Walter White. Walter White. (laughs) Walter like? Actually, no, I like that better. You're very Walter Walter like. (laughs) I don't have my uh, trilby or whatever it is that he has. Yeah, what the like the sunglasses? Yeah, 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 whatever. You gonna say say my name to me? (laughs) Maybe later. (laughs) (laughs) Should do those people say my name. You're goddamn right. I should dress as Walter White just to do that because it's such a it's so like fulfilling to to say out loud. All right, what have you been nerding out on? Uh, Playing a lot of Magic again the last few days. Actually, you went from TCG Pokemon TCG to Magic. Back to Magic again. Yeah, Uh, Pokemon was a lot of fun for a little while. It was nice and refreshing, but uh, it started to get a little stale again. Magic, there's just so much more you can do. Pokemon is like that. It's um, it's intriguing, but then it the decks get boring it's kind of the same yeah the, the meta same yeah the meta game and yeah and it is just like every game plays out very similarly which it's great don't get yeah. me wrong but magic is just it has so much more diversity in the game i agree mm. i will say this um magic is one of those card games where yeah there's just so much you can do so much mm. you can type every color has its own unique game mm. style and there's just like so many different ways that you can go about it like different ways you can win and stuff like that like yeah. in, in Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon like you can win by milling like that's a thing yep uh, but that's pretty much it aside from damage like just by attacking you know uh, whereas in magic you can win by milling you can win by burn damage combos there's all sorts of different ways that you can go about Mm-hmm. reaching that end goal and every game is like different whereas like Yu-Gi-Oh's kind of has that but it's more first turn like yeah. it, it's after you play it for so long it at I, least I'd I hesitate to say that Yu-Gi-Oh games are, are very different I think for the most part especially like the top decks they're yeah. so consistent in what they do that their first turn uh, pretty much looks identical any given time unless like the opponent has certain interaction or they're yeah. playing a certain deck or something like that. Otherwise, it is very much just I'm going to do my 10 minute combo that I do every game. <laughs> and then it combo. If you have an answer, yes or no. Otherwise, I'm just going to do this, and then it's going to be your turn. You're going to draw your card. Can you break my board? Yes or no. I win. It's, yeah, it really has been. Yeah, that is 100 percent what it is. It, um, it was like that too, like 10 years ago when we played. Yeah, and it's just gotten infinitely worse. It <laughs> sounds awful this yeah. doesn't sound as fun whereas like magic it seems like it's more of a chess match yeah and where uh pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, it seems more like it's checkers yeah uh the biggest thing with magic that it has going over the other ones is it has different formats there's that different too. types of games you can play and stuff like that and multiplayer in magic mm-hmm. whereas there isn't a multiplayer format in Yu-Gi-Oh or pokemon. i hated playing one-on-one because i always got my ass kicked mm. um but like when we played the commander or if we played um multiplayer two, games multiplayer games i always got slept on because my deck was really slow mm-hmm. but like if you slept on me too much my, mm-hmm. then it got like huge it really yeah Those it really decks, man. it gives uh, an opportunity for everybody to really have you know to do what they want to do and stuff like that uh, i think that 
the way to fix Yu-Gi-Oh, if in my opinion, is simple. It's rotations. It's just like Magic has with like standard and Pokemon has. You yeah. gotta rotate out all the chuff that is super broken and way mm-hmm. too strong, and they need to reset the power level of the game. Yeah, I always hated that though with Magic. Cause as soon as my deck got rotated out, it was like, yep, nah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. But like in Pokemon and Magic and like in Standard, I do agree. Standard isn't a ton of fun. They did just change it now, actually. So it's a three-year rotation on Standard okay. instead of two years. Uh, so any better. cards that you buy, they're going to be playable for three years oh. before you have to rotate them out. That's and that's a pretty significant amount. It's still not great, but and there are formats in Magic that don't rotate. Yeah, and you can play those and stuff like that. And Pokemon. I don't quite know how they did their rotation, but I think it's kind of newer. Uh, I think they kind of hit points where there's like, okay, yeah. things have gotten too crazy. Things, you know, let's just cut all that and start printing a new set that well, plays together. Easy way, easy way to get like the money you keep rolling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fix your game. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep people interested. Yu-Gi-Oh has a very very tough time getting people to play the paper card yeah. game. Uh, something exciting though that's happening. Today, we get to play Warhammer, finally. Yes. We get to actually play it. Yes, Warhammer, another one of my nerd passions. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to see how it... Because we saw it all at Wafest, but we mm. didn't quite... We didn't, didn't get really watch the games in detail and stuff yeah. like that. And so now talking it's, about the general Now we hobby. get to dive in. Mm-hmm. So. I, think, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It is... There's nothing more satisfying than rolling, like, 30 dice at a time. <laughs> it is very satisfying. Um... What I've been nerding out on, not new for anyone who's like for the listeners, Zelda got back into it. Found out you can buy your, or you can build your own dream house. And that's <laughs> what I've been doing. I've been gathering resources. Yeah, just yep. been diving into it. You can't go wrong with Zelda. It's such a deep game. All right, we don't have much news, but we're gonna get into it. It's time for a new squeaky. It's time for news, and I just got Invincible news. Invincible news. Adam Eve, the bonus episode came out. Yes, I haven't got to watch it yet. I have. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, other news, more Invincible news. November 3rd, it's coming out. I did see that, but isn't it only like four episodes? Four episodes. I think it's eight episode seasons, but they're an hour long. Yeah. Oh, each episode's going to be an hour long? They have always been. Have they always been an hour long? Yeah. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched the original show. Well, it's also just one of those shows you just get sucked in. It feels like it's only been 20 minutes. Yep, for sure. Um, but yeah, first four episodes in uh, early 2024, which is crazy to say. It's the second half will be coming out. And then, or also, more news, season three has already been recorded. Of Invincible? Of Invincible. So this whole actor strike doesn't affect them. Yeah. Other news too, animation studios from I think Warner Brothers and Cartoon Network, they are they are unionizing. That's good. We were talking we were literally talking about that last week about how they should make their own unions, graphic designers and stuff like that. Oh yeah. That's funny. That's good. That's good. All good news. Because that is uh, yeah, a severely overworked, underpaid industry. I agree. For sure. Alright, moving on. Before we get into Vincible. I've been excited since you told me this this morning that you just watched the Batman. Yes, yeah. I, I want to know. I wanted you to give me your fresh takes. This is what we call fresh takes. Fresh takes. Get your fresh takes here. <laughs> uh, so I enjoyed it. I'll start with that. It was good. Yeah. Uh, it. It did. It was what I thought it was going to be. I guess okay. like kind of towing the line of the darker 
side of Batman, I guess, kind of exploring the anger and and that kind of stuff. The whole idea of vengeance versus being like a hero, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, I thought that was pretty well played. Uh, The only thing I didn't appreciate was just how much of a dick Bruce was to Alfred. Yeah, that made me a little sad. I get it, I guess. They're trying to kind of portray, you know, you got to start somewhere in order to show the growth that's going to happen and stuff like that. Um, Robert Pattinson's Batman was good. Like I I was telling you earlier, I need to rewatch the Dark Knight trilogy, Mm -hmm. and I need to see if some of these things that I kind of was picking up on, like if, if it's just me or if it's... What things? I don't want to say goofy in some scenes yeah. and stuff like that but like as batman it just i don't know just kind of felt out of place in some scenes like the look of it and stuff like that i don't know what it was about it and maybe it's just like a batman thing a man in a cape and stuff like that oh he just like goofy in some scenes yeah it's just like, like the idea at the iceberg lounge yeah there's some scenes yeah it's just like where he's doing his stuff and stuff like that and it just didn't quite i don't know didn't didn't feel like real to me, I guess. Okay. I don't know how to describe it. That's why I want to watch the yeah. Dark Knight trilogy. I want to see if it's the same, like when, especially any scenes where like Batman's in the light, that's always tough. I feel like yeah. when they're showing him not in the darkness and I want to see if it, if it feels that same way, I guess in the Dark Knight trilogy. Cause that's, it's been a while since I've watched it, but that in my brain is. I feel like the Dark Knight is, they play it more during the day. Like, they do. Lot, yeah, well, day especially, scenes. well, in the third one specifically, yeah, I feel like. I mean, because that was kind of the point that he's like, you know, coming out of the shadows and being he's the the hero, hero that Gotham needs or doesn't or deserve. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't remember which version he's at that the point. The hero that Gotham deserves, but not the one it needs. needs right now. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a little while since I've seen those movies. Yeah, Sam. I always said like Dark uh, Dark Knight. I always have it. I have it as a five. Mm. But it's always one of those movies where I thought it was it's always overrated in my and not overrated because it's a bad movie. Over when I say overrated, underrated, it's more just the, how people rank things, right? Yeah. So if I say a movie's overrated, a lot of people are like, "Oh, Dark Knight's not overrated." Like I think it is because people have it at, like this pedestal that it's like the best. That's that's why yeah, that's why I want to rewatch the whole trilogy again. It, with the modern lens, like with yeah. the MCU and stuff cuz I, I don't think I've seen it since, you know, like all this stuff has really gone crazy. Mm-hmm. To go back and see, you know, what kind of kicked it all off again. I would put um, the Batman in comparison to Dark Knight. And this is kind of getting headed to our, uh, when we do our Batman state of review episodes. I feel like the Batman is, like, just under the Dark Knight. Yeah. Like, I, the fact that one of the big things that I really liked about the Batman compared to the Dark Knight and, like, just other Batman films in general is Batman actually has an arc. And a yeah. pretty significant arc at that. Whereas the Dark Knight, that's like my biggest uh, con of the whole movie is that Bruce Wayne, Batman doesn't really have an arc in that whole film. Yeah, but it's it's the Joker's movie. It is the Joker's movie. He's the main character in that movie. He is great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But Batman doesn't have an arc. Yeah. And that's the big flaw. That's where I'm like, it's not Well, I guess I, his arc is summed up at the end of the movie when he's on the run mm. after killing... Or not after taking the blame for Harvey Dent's death. Yeah, I don't and know. Is, and then he's is that a plot point or yeah. an arc? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like shoehorned in at the end. He's just like, okay, 
now I realize, yeah, like my lesson learned from this whole thing. And then now I'm going to take an eight-year eight year hiatus. Yeah. Until Bane comes. Yeah, it messes everything up. Uh, I did. Uh, I thought the Riddler was really cool. I, I enjoyed the idea behind it and stuff like that. It's and definitely the, different, but I do, yeah. I, I, it fit the character well. It was mm-hmm. a good way to make him make sense yeah. and an actual threat. Because that is always like the hardest part with the Riddler. Yeah, it's making him a threat. Yeah. Well, his threat is like his uh, machines or the riddles or like yeah, the right. mystery behind the man pulling the strings or the spoiler for Hush. Like, he, you know, he's the man in the backgrounds. I did notice the, the Hush reference yeah. when, uh, I don't remember what it was, but at one point it's just like, I think it was Riddler's video or whatever when he was talking about Thomas Wayne or whatever. It just says Hush. Oh yeah, over the whole thing. I think I remember. Uh, I remember seeing that. Mm, I'm like, I was just like, when you said hush this. reference, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember there's a hush reference. Mm. Riddler is probably my favorite Batman villain out of all of them, just because it's he's such a mental game with Batman. Yeah, and to me, that's like the most. Anytime like the Riddler shows up, like the Batman animated series, or if it's the comic books or movies, I'm like, I'm intrigued because I just want to see the back and forth of the wits. Mm. And I enjoy that, and I really enjoy that they did it in more of like a murderer mystery. Yeah, I think taking out the corruption, very serious storyline behind it. Yeah, I think it was good, and I really like the way with the arc because it's like, hey, like I, I'm inspired by you, Batman. Like mm. I want to be you, and like, mm. it made sense. Yeah, like it's, it's a very, grounded character that made sense. It's very, not... very akin to the the Joker in the Dark yeah. Knight. You, know you that, made me. I wouldn't be here if you weren't here. You know that Riddler was originally the villain for Dark Knight Rises? Really? They yeah. decided against it because he was too similar to the Joker? Uh, I think it's because they were going to do Joker um, Riddler together. Oh, yeah. And a type of like, hey, Joker, help me catch the Riddler because he's like you. But like once Heath Ledger died, mm. um, they kind of just threw away that idea. I mean, they do kind of toy with that in the Batman. So, um, all right. Two questions, and we got to move on to Invincible. Okay. So, first question is, who do you want as the second, or for the villain for the second movie? I think most people would probably say the Joker, just because he's, like, in it, and he's, like, the main bad guy. Yeah. But I don't... You know who I would like to see done well, who is a very underrated Batman villain? I feel like I know who you're going to say, and I feel like it's going to be the same answer I have. Mr. Freeze. Yep, it's the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a very complicated character, mm-hmm. very interesting. I would like him as a side character. Yeah. But not not in the vein of, like, Batman Robin, but, like, more of a, like, he's the villain for most of the film, and then, like, maybe Joker pops up at the end. I don't know. Maybe somebody else. I don't know if you can just kind of throw the Joker in. I think that would be a disservice. It would, but you could always have the Joker as like the main big bad in the trilogy. In the third one, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just, to, I love the Joker, and plus he's obviously Joker's the most already, iconic villain. He's also been established. Too. Yeah, um, but he's just so. Did you see obvious. the YouTube? Did you see the YouTube video of the Joker? The scene that they dropped. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, where he actually goes and talks to him. Yeah, yeah. Very good. I actually enjoy that take of the Joker. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I'd like to, yeah. I'd be curious to see how it gets all fleshed out and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, who would be a good second 
Poison Ivy definitely is not a good second villain. They're they're no. two. They have two polar polarizing like Batman and Robin doesn't make sense. Spoiler alert for our state of the <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, like them two teaming up doesn't make sense. Hey, yeah. I want to freeze then, the world. Yeah. Hey, I want to get rid of like All humans, humans so yeah. plants. It's like okay, um, yeah, it doesn't quite. Uh, if you freeze jive. the world, you kill the plants. Mm-hmm. Like you should be on opposite ends here. Um, Mister Freeze would be a good one. like Penguin. Yeah, I mean the penguin is already pretty heavily established, and it's gonna have a show too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Do you know yeah. who the the actor? Oh yeah, I know. Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell does not look anything <laughs> like him. He's good. I could, yeah, he, well, he good. did very good. He did. Yeah, he did great. I thought it was a great. Uh, I mean, Catwoman was pretty good too. Second best penguin to. Ah. Uh, 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 okay. Yeah, I want to say Danny DeVito, but then I actually thought about it and I was like, well, the penguin from the Gotham is actually really good. Oh yeah, I forget his name. He's yeah. he's pretty good. Um, it, the only it, downside of that show is the show was um, the characters just became what the plot needed them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that show in general is a disappointment. I don't know. It you was good. It was good the first season. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. You can't take a Batman story and Batman villains and not have Batman in it. At the end of the day, it's the same thing with same thing with the Sony Spider Man universe. It just doesn't work. Or it's uh, just missing supernatural that. too. Supernatural had Superman in it, but then towards the later seasons where they're like, hey, it's not a Superman show, but it's a Superman You show. mean Smallville? Yeah. There's, what you I said Supernatural. Supernatural? <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. I got my season <laughs> up. Yeah, 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 Smallville. Yeah. Like, it gets to the point where you're just like, okay, you know, like, let's get to it. Yeah. This is Superman. Like, we need Superman. All right. Speaking of getting to it. That's a good That's right. You like that segue? That was good. That was good. Um, I got one last question. Okay. And then we'll move to Invincible. All right. What would you give your rating for Batman? The Batman. As it stands, out of five? Out of five. Like a four, four plus. No, that's exactly where I have it. Yeah. Like, it's I, great, but it's it's close to elite. Your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to see the sequel. I need to see it translate into yeah. more. It's up there. I think, like, out of all the Batman films, it's the second best one. I, mean, I just watched a non, video breaking. Yeah, I just watched a video breaking down Tim Burton's Batman, uh, the I don't original, have it that high. and uh, I don't have it, it that high. Well, it, like on the Batman, I don't know. List, yes. After yeah, after hearing you know some more of the stuff behind it and stuff like that, I don't know if I could say that it's better than the Batman or even the Dark Knight, but I watched it's the, it's definitely up there for consideration. I watched the first scene often, and I really loved the first scene because it's all from a POV perspective of the Riddler, mm. and just the way they shot it. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, it's such a cool POV. Like, hey, this guy's watching. And you're like, oh, you're you're actually Ritter, Riddler in this moment. Mm. And the camera changes. And then, like, the Riddler's just there. So, all right. Moving on. Invincible. Invincible. I, it, it has been a little while since I've watched the show. It's been a while since I watched it. I'm excited for this show. I'm excited that, one, this is one of my favorite comics. So if I had to list like my favorite comics, there is four that I have in mind. I don't know what the, what the fifth one would be. Invincible's probably number one. Mm. So Invincible uh, Saga, Ultimate Spider-Man, but not Miles Morales. The run before it, it ends weird, and then Miles Morales shows up. So it gets weird, but the first like hundred thirty issues, hundred and ten maybe, great. Okay. And then Walking Dead. Okay. Kirkman for two of them. Just one of the it's better. Kirkman do Saga too? Huh? Which one is, what other one does Kirkman do? 
Oh, he does Invincible. Oh, 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 he does do Invincible. Okay, yeah, okay. he's the one who wrote. Yeah, yeah, I should have known. Invincible. That. Yeah, yeah. Invincible makes me want to quit writing superhero comics. I remember writing my comic that I had called The Maze, mm. and I'm only eight issues that I've written. I've had a block for the ninth one, and then I read Invincible, and I just wanted to quit writing because the cool thing about Invincible is like we have DC, we have Marvel, and mm. then. Image trying to do their own superhero universe. Yeah. And Invincible is pretty much its own superhero universe. And it's kind of like this fun twist where it's like, what if superheroes were real and like a world and how would that work? And I feel like it incorporates that idea very, very well. Whereas Marvel and Superman or Marvel and DC, they incorporate it, but it's so split off that Mm. you don't, it's not cohesive. Mm. Whereas Invincible, you have a very good idea of like, how these how the world works mm. and it builds such an interesting lore with that and one of the great things about invincible is it plays through all the classic tropes mm. so like the first we were talking the first seven issues right was just a boy getting his powers yep yep very generic um, and him trying to deal with life after that and then mm. the big twist of omni-man happens and then it dealt it didn't the twist didn't last long. It was only a few issues. And then it was dealing with life afterwards. And there's the, oh, there's so many different ideas played with, like relationships. How do relationships work? Um, do I kill? Do I don't kill? Am I actually helping? Is being a superhero even worth it at this mm-hmm. point? Because I'm creating other villains that are like doing things to destroy the world mm-hmm. that I'm trying to protect. But if I wasn't here protecting it, they wouldn't be here trying to destroy me. It's kind of like the whole idea if we didn't create the nuclear bomb to begin with, nobody else would have. Yeah. Yeah. That whole argument, like, hey, we got to defend. Or, like, the whole idea of Batman, right? Like, Mm -hmm. would, like, I don't know if every incarnation of Batman has done this, but I've seen or read a few of them where Batman becomes Batman to stop crime, but then all these supervillains become created because of... Batman. Batman. And it's yeah. like, well, these supervillains, like the Joker, for example, the Joker wouldn't really be the Joker without Batman. Oh, yeah. If he didn't have a Batman to go up against, then he'd just be a regular crook. Yeah. At that point. Or he'd just be a regular crazy person. Yeah. He wouldn't have to build up the theatrics. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like the Joker of the movie, for example, mm-hmm. which I think we should include in the Batman review. The sequel comes out in a couple months. Is it a couple months? Is mm-hmm. it, it's early 2024, right? No, no, I think it's October. It's October? Yeah, that's what I heard. I had to double check that. But. Yeah, you should double check that because I feel like it's uh, early 2024. If it comes out, damn. It's Either way, it's soon. Too. Yeah, it is a musical. Okay, maybe but it yeah. is. Invincible, though, is just one of those. Oh, October 2024. Oh, you're off by a whole year. So are you. I was right about October. Hey, I was off by six months. Yeah. We were both wrong. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, as long as I, you don't win. Yeah, I'm you, happy. yeah, and you don't win either. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, we're ha- both happy <laughs> losing. All right. I am. I am pretty happy about that movie though. Um, same. I, mean, I am I'm curious how it's going to work. Lady Gaga is already. I, yeah, I could see it just being a massive failure though. I can't. Like, like I don't want it just because like the first one struck such lightning. That one didn't even need to be a Joker movie. It didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the, what is it, the comedian and taxi driver yeah. or whatever combined together. Yeah, basically. But right. it makes for a perfect Joker origin story. It does. Mm-hmm. Back to Invincible. Yep. So, yeah. 
I was really excited for the like the comic ended very very well. It's not like Walking Dead at all. Or did that walk, did uh, that actually end? Walking Dead. Yeah, the, the comic? comics. Yeah. Yeah, it was a surprise ending. Just like it's like oh we're done now. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> so what they did was they had a bunch of like solitations that they do. So they like write a bunch of like hey the story's going here it's going here, and the the day that it ended or like the week that it ended, they said like oh yeah it ended. Oh, it's just like we're done. Yeah, he's like just like, he's like uh, Robert Kirkman was like I'm gonna end this series like I end so many other like characters. It's just gonna happen suddenly. It's gonna mm-hmm. happen out of nowhere, and then it's just gonna end. Mm-hmm. It was great because like they killed Rick like the second issue to the mm-hmm. last issue, and you're like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, and then it ends, and then the finale happens, and then the show keeps going. <laughs> no, the show's ended too. Did the show end around the same time? I didn't. I uh, no, the like show ended within the last year. Yeah, but I mean, did it like uh, did it keep going after the comic book story? Oh no no no! It or, ended like in the similar. I remember. I didn't watch the show, so I don't yeah. know exactly, but I know nobody watched the show. They anymore. were caught up to where the ending was, and oh, that's okay. where they ended it. Okay, okay. And now there's a bunch of spinoffs. Yeah, yeah. Because we want more Daryl, right? Yeah. We want more uh, Negan, right? No. We want more Fear of the Walking Dead because that show's still happening. Yeah, that that show. I loved that show for the first like three seasons, and then. It was good, and then it, it just yeah. I, I wasn't know. really interested in going further because it just seemed like one of those. It's quantity, not quality. Yep. And Walking Dead was definitely quantity, but quantity, not quality, and very gimmicky. Yeah, it just felt yeah, like That's, the zombies lost their threat. I don't know. In the first couple of seasons, like they were like an actual threat, yeah. and it was scary. And I would love dark. If Amazon took over Walking Dead, but animated, but to the comics to a T. Yeah. In the same vein as Invincible, which we're getting back to. Yeah. <laughs> Tangents. <laughs> yep. ADHD, man. I have a lot of ADHD guests, and yeah. this is what happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could. Yeah. I could. I'm trying my best to not derail the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my job to get, get us back on track. All right. So, first season happened. What was your thoughts on like the show overall? I think it's great. I think it was a superhero story that we needed in a time full of generic boring superhero stories for sure it i really love how like they did changes but Mm. the changes made sense and still worked within the story yep i don't think yeah i think people get mad at that kind of stuff but you got to realize that like a comic is just a it's a different medium than like a cartoon show and things that work in a comic don't necessarily work in a cartoon for example like the twist happened immediately first or first episode it has it it had to and when Mm -hmm. it happened i was like oh i'm like i understand why it happened it's cool to see happen however i'm like there is there is a thing to be said about like that slow yeah but i do think but it could or finish your thought. I, I was just going to say, I think by doing that, it, it, it gave them so much momentum right off the bat. It got people hooked on that mm-hmm. first episode. Whereas, like, imagine if that didn't happen until, like, episode five or something like that. Like, what at that point, what what is, like, the actual drama? Like, yeah, it is, you know, it's a origin story well, of a superhero. But, yeah, there's no, yeah, you don't have that. The tension for the entire series. Season. Yeah, because of that one scene at the first which is episode. like that didn't happen in the like the comic book issue it just like he became evil and then was just like 
all right, I'm going to kill everybody. Join me fight. Was he with. was he just like open and out about it right away in the comics? No. Or no, it was so it was like a secret thing. The, he killed them secretly. Yeah, the and, show is very the show is very similar to the comics. Okay, okay. It's just more or less things are out of order. Mm. If that makes sense. For example, um, him going to Mars in the first season that didn't happen. Um, that happened later on in the comics. Okay. So like, uh, I forget what issue it was. Like, I had the comics. That was like issue thirty. Whereas most of the first season is like issues one through ten. Yeah. Well, you find that you can take a lot of liberties and stuff like that with certain stories because they don't because mm-hmm. they don't necessarily need to be in a certain point in the long run yeah. when you have so much to pull from. I'd say. What would uh, what would your ranking be for Invincible? Like first season. I mean, that's a, a solid four plus. That's literally what I wrote right here. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I can't. It's like a four plus five minus. It's, yeah, I don't uh, think I, I, I don't think I quite give it a five. Once again, it, it, you know, got to hit that second season first. That, that first season was so good. Yeah, like, yeah the yeah. last two episodes were just so it tense. Is. It is, and it's so good that the second season can easily make it better or worse. Oh, I have, um, I have a lot of predictions for second season. Okay, which well, we'll, we'll get to be, your predictions are almost spoilers though because you've read the comics. I will be begged. <laughs> okay, ish. <laughs> um, we'll we'll do a spoiler warning. That'll be towards the end, though. All right. Okay. So, I would say four plus, maybe five minus. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not sure quite. Like, I don't know what like really the negatives of it. Like the animation yeah. at times were a little off. Um, and yeah. the character seemed off sometimes. I, yeah, I will say the animation is stylized yeah it looks very comic booky uh which is good but it does it is very like uh it's almost really bright and colorful like a comic book to like contrast the darkness and the tones and stuff like that in yeah. the show uh, i think it makes for a good thing but it does there are areas where it's kind of like this is looks a little goofy and stuff like that doesn't quite bit, look especially yeah. really really deep like the comics like that though too. yeah it, it deals with such really dark themes like the um one of the later issues in the comics deals with um i don't want to spoil it or say what it is but like the main mark grayson goes through something very serious mm. and it's like a very serious issue where you're like damn like no other show really has gone before or like no mm. other story has really gone or has dared to go that way and it's very controversial and then, but it's like a bright, colorful yellow and blue dude <laughs> and going through this pink, kind of stuff. But yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, I get that. But it, it does it does add to it in a sense too. I don't think it was a I don't think it's a negative by any means. Yeah, it's the, it's a stylistic choice. But mm. that's where I would say like maybe that's a con. Like we're finding cons. We're trying yeah, to yeah, find cons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Searching for things. I think I think it's all the action and stuff is very well animated. Yeah, from what I remember, and the voice acting is really good. Too. Oh yeah, I mean J.K. Simmons. Jake legend, is, legend. Is Anything legend. he's in, yeah. Um, God, I can't think of his name. The guy who voices um, Invincible. Oh, it's uh, it's Glenn from Walking Dead. Yeah, Stephen Yeun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, great. he's great. Oh, yeah, he's a great actor. Wonderful. Um, Sandra, whatever her name is, who does Debbie, the mom. Oh, yep. She, <sighs> I like how their her character really um expands in the comics. She's just. A drunken mom, like she's just a character. She's just there. She's an mm. NPC. I do. Things. Yeah, they definitely dive into that that aspect of like being a normal human 
mm-hmm. with these superpowered people and stuff like that? Like, how do you compare to you know your son and your husband who are yeah. going to live forever, basically, and are yeah, invincible? Thousands of years. Yeah, that is a tough. The finale of the comic deals with that. Um, deals with that story in a really great way. Okay. Obviously, you can't get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the, the finale was just like, hey, here's, like, 30, 40 more issues of story. We could have tell, but we're just going to glance through it. Yeah. Because, like... I, yeah, I think I think having things come to an end is, like, the most underrated for, aspect yeah. of, like, any story, any Breaking comic, that. any movie. Yep. Just finish that, too. Yep. Have, have an ending. when you, If you're writing a story and you want it to be, like, a great story all the way through... You need to have like your ending planned from the beginning. Like you need to know where your uh, show is going to end up. An idea, at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe not exactly because you can things can change. And you can kind of fumble your way there, but you need to have an idea of how your show is going to end. Because yeah. when people do these things and they have no idea how it's going to end, that's when we end up with the Star Wars trilogy. Oh God, Star Wars trilogy. You know, but that's that's yeah. true. I mean, that's what it is. It, it, you you get it. these great beginnings and middles, and then they flop on the end. J.J. Abrams' problem. Yeah, and it and it it leaves the whole thing feeling flat. Yeah, you because need, the ending didn't. You need an idea of where it goes. You mm. need something that's satisfactory. Mm. Um, you don't. I feel like with writing, um, George R. R. Martin talks about this too. Um, you don't necessarily I love to hear his need, take on it. The guy that's never finished his book. <laughs> but like he talks about like um, writing. There's two different ways to write. Right. You could have a really cool story idea and you just see where it goes through mm. writing or you can have everything meticulously planned. Mm. And I think both are great. Oh, I agree. But I think that those those stories that kind of go where they're going, they still need an ending. Yeah, you need an and ending. And there's so much there's so much stuff that just Flash, doesn't have an ending. Yeah. Um like Arrow like those shows didn't have an ending in mind. Yep. Like the Flash are like we're just going to tell the greatest stories right away. And it's like okay, but then then, then what? what? Yeah, and it's very much it is tougher with those types of stories and stuff like that because it's like you want like a conclusion to the character after you've been watching them for 7 years, yeah. but at the same time like I I don't know, spoilers for Flash the show. Okay. I haven't seen it, but can I say what I think happens in the end? Uh, is that a spoiler or is it yeah, I don't know. It's not a spoiler because I don't know for sure. But yeah. I think I think he joined. He has to merge with the Speed Force in order to like save the world. I didn't watch either. I don't know. Yeah, and I think Does at it least it, at this it, point. Yeah, I don't think it matters at this point. But it gives like an ending to the character, I guess. Yeah, like it's like okay, he's done. You know, mm-hmm. there's not any more adventures. That kind so of that's thing. very Arrow like, where he becomes the Green Specter and has to be that person. Yeah, yeah. And then the CW shows definitely. They were great when they first started because we didn't have anything like that. No, nope. but then as the genres have evolved and we've seen the best and well, the worst expanded, of the genre, they also expanded too to the point where like the writing quality just took a huge nosedive. Yeah, yeah. But getting back to it, all right. Favorite characters from Invincible. Oh, favorite characters. Uh, I love uh, Cecil. Yeah, Cecil. 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 Yeah, and uh, the. Uh, the demon dude from uh, hell demon or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love him as a he character too. Doesn't I don't think he comes back. He might come back in the show, but yeah. he doesn't come back in the comics. He's yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah. It makes sense that it ended like that, but yeah, I think that was just a interesting guy. Cecil's such an interesting character, and I really liked his place in the story because he's like, um, he's a badass. He's a badass. He's got to be yeah. to deal with he's these super powerful and. 
possibly he has to keep them all yeah. in check. He's mm. literally he's like the our protector and like a more he's brain. He's Lex Luthor. We have a conversation where Lex Luthor is a great villain. Mm. He's very much in that vein where he's moving the pieces around. Mm-hmm. He is the chess player and the world's the chess board. And it's and it's interesting because like normally a character like that in these type of situations is the bad guy. Yeah. But in this show he's not. Yeah. I mean he's not necessarily like a good guy per se. The, I will just say this the But comic, his overall you know the, intentions are good. The comic book plays with that idea so much. It's yeah. so good. Um I'll just say Cecil and Mark get into it. Yeah. Um but I'm not going to go any further than that. It is great. Yeah. It, I, Cecil's I, a great character. I, I, I have him listed. Uh, Mark Eve obviously. Yeah. Uh, Mark is just, he's the main character. He's yeah. kind of... Um, We're experiencing it through his eyes. Vanilla, but I was like, Mark is great in the... Sh- he's great in the show, but he's still coming into his own, whereas in the mm. comic, he just... He feels very human. Like, yeah. He just changes a lot of his, like, his aspects of his character. Not like his core character. His core character always stays very consistent, but just like his values change. And I really... Mm. Like not a lot of comics experiment with it. Like you're changing of values. Like, mm-hmm. should I be killing these people? Should I not? Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote, I wrote art down just because he's played by Mark Hamill. Yeah, such a almost like like Mark Hamill's like such a great like voice actor oh, that I'm like, wait, why is he playing best. art? He should be yeah. playing like one of the villains that are coming up mm. in the that we won't mention too much about. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Um, otherwise. I also like Robot Monster Girl. Um, it's a very interesting storyline that you wouldn't normally see people like tackle. Yeah, there's definitely some kind of weird implications in the whole thing. Yes, but the, there are questions that in a scenario like that, it's interesting to think about. It makes you think, and yeah. they are very they're an interesting pairing moving forward. Okay. Um, more late. I don't know when the show is going to do it in the comics. It's a lot later that they, um, they kind of mess around with like those two, mm. but it just puts it, it's such a great twist. It's such yeah. a great, um, story that's in the Oh movie. yeah. in the show too. I mean, but robot is in general as a character. Amazing. Oh yeah. I mean, for sure. Cause I mean, the whole thing is they're trying to, they implicate very heavily that he's like a bad guy too. And then it turns out that no, he's not really. A bad guy he's just trying to take care of himself or do what he wants to do for himself maybe he's, not morally in the right in what he does yeah but he's not trying to hurt anybody no. like his intention isn't to hurt anybody his or to cause damage good, but it's, yeah. own, it's his own view of his intentions mm. which is like the best character so. yeah oh yeah all right um multifaceted exactly favorite villains favorite villains that uh, you can remember yeah, there's a lot a of them that they they did throw in quite a few. I mean, we mentioned Battle Beast earlier. That's the first time that he really gets Battle beat. Beast. Yeah, Battle Beast in the comics don't show up often, mm. but he does show up in this like scene in the comics, mm. and we never see him until like a hundred issues later. Okay, uh, that, actually, I think the wall is the first one fifteen. There's 140 some issues. Okay, so yeah, he doesn't come back till later. But on the show, apparently he's going to come back a lot more often. Okay, and he is because he's a fan favorite of like the comics and mm. his voice is interesting. I forget who plays him, um, but it's very well known. Most of these people are very well. Yeah, known. yeah, yeah. And I'm like the voice that they chose. I'm like, ah, would not. I did not imagine that voice mm. for Battle Beast. 
What is the name of the the like robot mob boss guy? Uh, Machine Head. Machine Head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool too. He's interesting. I like Titan. He's not. Titan. He's not a villain technically yet. Uh, he's the guy who um, Invincible helps. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one that but he helps he, put. Yeah. See, that, that's an interesting storyline too. Like saving this guy and helping him, but at the end of the day, he's just installing somebody else into power exactly. to take over. He's a he's a decent sized villain, but he's not that big. Yeah. So I'm I could see I could see him. In I think Marshall Invincible is the one who uh, is voicing him. Yeah. I, I I could see him in Invincible having kind of like a. A Batman and Penguin kind of relationship, a little bit. Whereas, like, yeah, neither of them really trust each other or like each other, but mm-hmm. they use each other. I am uh, so the Mauler twins. I really love. Oh yeah, I yeah, love. Yeah. I love no, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're the Great. clone. No, you're the clone. Yeah, no, you're yeah. the clone. Like I just that dynamic. Like in it's the comics, it's great, but it's like it's so it's so intriguing. Mm-hmm. It's like. Imagine just like making a clone of yourself, but then installing the fact that you don't know if you're the clone or not. Mm-hmm. Like, how scary would that be? Yeah, like, am I real? Am I not real? Does it matter? Is yeah. the real is the real one of us still alive? Yeah, yeah, probably. Because every not. time we die, we make another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not. How many generations removed are they from the actual person? They don't started? know. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. They just think they're the original. one. Yeah, they both do. Which is like why the whole robot scenario where he clones himself and like his old body dies. It's like such fascinating because like, yeah. would you kill yourself to make a new version of yourself? That like, how does that work? Yeah. Um, X Men with Krokoa, that new storyline. Uh, how much you know about the that. Prestige? The Prestige. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Is it him killing himself? Is he the one? drowning in the tank or is he the one that appears on the other side yeah like yeah it's a very your, does interesting your soul move on um yeah. x-men they die then they get resurrected is it the same person or is it you're just making a clone of yourself right right very fascinating and that's why i really like the muller the muller yeah one villain a, we didn't mention that we definitely needs recognition we mentioned them but we're not in the vein of villain omni man yeah oh yeah 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 i mean he's like the main big bad of the show yeah uh, I, I just have to mention the scene where he, when he's fighting Mark, and mm. uh, it's like needs to show him or try to teach him a lesson and puts him in the subway. Yeah, not in the yeah. comic. All that, show. that was just oh man, that is such a great scene. It's just, the animation, just like flailing his arms the animation around. Is great, and then at the same time, it's like holy shit, this yeah. show went there. Yeah, they went to the point where they're killing. Like it's like the boys. Bru- went yeah, there. yeah, brutal. Yeah, that was the other thing. I've been trying not to bring up the boys while we talk about this because I feel like that is like the most apt comparison of a yeah similar style world. It's very similar, but it's like it's refreshing. Yeah, but the invincible is like their they're own different. Take on yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're very different. Whereas like are... the boys is like, what would happen if the superheroes were in our world? Yeah, they would be very commercialized. Mm. They'd be capitalistic. Cap- yeah. Whereas like invincible is like how superheroes should be. Yeah, like how the world should run if there's superpowers. And it's so refreshing. Yeah, I mean or, I love both of them. I am a huge have, fan of the boys. And then you have MCU and um, DC. Well soon to be DCU yeah. they're kind of pumping out the same generic stuff over and over again uh, Marvel's getting there they were yeah. great first three phases were great yeah I don't even yeah and then it gets into the I don't even I mean there there's a lot of great stuff in the MCU but I do feel like there's a lot of rose tinted glasses looking back at some of those older movies yeah some of the older ones yeah because you're just like oh it was, you know because that's all we had back then like Thor 
I don't, but I don't rank Thor that highly. And it's like, okay, he literally just fights in a small desert town. Yeah, yeah, right. And it, he's fighting a CGI monster. And then, yeah, not and then anything. somehow Thor: Dark World was even worse. <laughs> I remember, I remember watching that movie and the coming. I was like, that was good. And then looking back, I'm like, oh, like it for for MCU. It's like it's fine. It works. Yeah, it's good. Like. Compared to DCU, it's one of the better films. Yeah, right. Yeah, which that's is not like hard. even worse. Yeah, that's that's not hard to to do though. Um, so you mentioned one moment. Any other favorite moments that you had in the show that you were just like, God damn. Uh, I mean, obviously at the end of the first episode. Yep. And you're hooked. Um, even I mean, just that whole I mean that whole fight scene between him and his dad, like when he when Omni Man's almost like defeated by that mm-hmm. giant monster thing, like he's about to be like eaten. That was and a... Mark sees it and he's like, "Oh, I got to save my dad," not yeah. knowing what he's actually doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that whole scene that's all whole, made for the show too. That yeah. was uh, not similar to the comic. Yeah, that's yeah. That just goes to show how great. It was such a tensing moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just very... just like, no, like you're rooting for Omni-Man to lose. And then Mark comes and he's your hero and he's saving the guy <laughs> you want to lose. But that's what's so great about it. Yeah, oh no, that's exactly what's so great about it because it, it makes you feel these conflicting emotions and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then dealing with his dad and yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Other favorite moments for me, I mean the Mauler twins anytime they show up. Oh, John Hamm's character. John Hamm's character, who does he play? The security guard in front. Where he's talking about going on a trip with uh, his son and stuff, or his stepson, trying to get closer. Oh. Like those little moments, yeah, like yeah. that, and then the guardians come up, and like the guardians actually like had a presence and were fighting. I'm like that's mm. that's great. Like that's what's I'm like. It's awesome yeah. to do expanded. It's like, yeah, it makes the world feel real. And the characters it's like the in last it feel of real. Us. Yep, there's mm-hmm. that, and like the Last of Us too. I don't know if you watched the show. I remember if you. No, I haven't seen so it. So the TV show, like the Last of Us, um, there's moments that they add to the show. For like the story of the from the games, they just make it better. Yeah, and that's one of the things I liked about the Invincible the TV show, whereas they mix and match a lot of storylines, mm. but overall the the story was there, mm. or the themes were still there. Yeah, they used it to make it better, not worse. Yeah, and they just added to it. It's like it's so. And I just found out recently that John Hamm is the guy who voiced the security guard. Mm. Can't find him a better role. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many characters, so many things. All right, um, let's talk the Adam Eve bonus episode. You didn't watch it. I did. It's one of those those episodes. It reminds me a lot of the Invincible comic because there's so many bonus issues, and I can show you later. Um, I I don't know if I I brought any out beforehand, but there's always, like, these different bonus issues where they kind of explain. I'm pretty sure there's an Adam Eve one that's tells the same story Mm -hmm. that this bonus episode did, but I just like it because it's not... It's not their first season. It's not mm. the second season. They're not using utilizing any of those time or resources. Yeah, that's it's very just, true. It's a bonus episode. That's very true. They're not. Yeah, it's not like a, a filler episode. Yeah, and like, but it is a filler. It episode. is, but it's not because it's not filling in. You don't need it. So you don't need to watch it if you don't want to. But it provides a really good uh, backstory for Adam Eve, who is going to be an important character moving forward. Mm. Not going to explain how, but she is. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, and she just. It's just fascinating to see this part, like a whole new aspect of it. She, um, so why she wants to be a superhero, how her powers work. Mm, that would um, be interesting. How, as a child, she came off as weird and like how her parents act. And her dad is such a fascinating character because he's such a, like, he's like the worst dad ever. Yeah. 
But like he's like the worst dad ever who cares. He's the worst caring dad ever. Yeah. He doesn't know how to express in a healthy way. No. And like, he's just like, you're weird. Stop being weird. Yeah. <laughs> you should just be normal. And like, you guys don't know what you signed up for. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. So it just tells a story. Um, not to get into too much in spoilers. They talk about like how she's created. It's very generic in the whole, um, you know, evil government guy wants the ultimate weapon. Scientist who makes the ultimate weapon has a change of heart. Like you're a person freeze the baby and then you know tries to be like a father to the baby later on oh okay um and then you know other experiments show up that aren't like perfect Mm. like they yeah Mm. and so the end episode is like her fighting her siblings okay interesting so yeah and just it it just shows the character i give it a three yeah it's good like you can nitpick at it um, I went. That's so why I was like, "Don't you don't have to watch it? It's not the great. It's probably the worst Invincible episode out of all of them." But I'm like, three is okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, three is solid. A solid, good episode. That's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like not you're not every, gonna complain about yeah, it. It's, not every it's, episode is gonna be a five. You know, you like can't expect that. Marvel lately is all. Everything's been just a three. I'm like, after if it, everything's a three, it's just meh. Yeah, that's or, a yeah. some of it turns twos and threes. Yeah, okay. but I've, I'm like, I've watched Guardians yet, so. But I'm like, oh, Guardians is a five. Yeah. Or no, I gave it a four plus. I chose Batman first. Why? Why we had that talk? Yeah, I couldn't remember which one you told me to watch, so I watched Uh, the Batman first. I feel like it was up there. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, so let's talk season two. I want you to give me your predictions and thoughts before I do, because I have I read the comics. I read the comics twice. I have a pretty well thought out of what season two is going to be. Okay. Because that's, you know, what I have to say about it? What? I have no idea. No? Because it was so, like, the stuff that was set up in it, I feel like maybe there's probably more than a missing. But I feel like the story was quite, that's what makes it so good, is, like, you get the beginning and you get the end. You get that yeah. confrontation between him and his dad. You get to see it play out. I don't know where they go from there. Okay. Do you think uh, Omni-Man comes back? I'm sure Omni-Man comes back. Okay. There's no way. In season two. Uh, I could see it. I don't. I don't know if it'd be like the main big bad or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, it could work, but I, I just don't know. I, I, I know where it's going. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know where. There's just so much unknown about it All for right. me. To where I don't know where it could go. So I'm excited to see. Any more thoughts on it before I go into it? You go ahead. Okay. Go off, King. So for those who don't want any spoilers whatsoever for season two, just stop listening. Like fair. It's not official spoilers for season two. No, it's not. It's not official spoilers, but I've read the comics. Mm. I know I have a really good idea where season two is going. I have a really good idea. What's it going to take place? And I think I know the ending of season two. Okay. And I think I have an idea where the cliff, it's going to be a cliffhanger. Okay. So if you don't want any of this, because I think I'm going to be right on it. Okay. Stop listening now. If you're like me, who I don't care about spoilers. Yeah, I don't really care that much about spoilers. It, to it, some extent. It's good. This show's going to be good enough. It doesn't matter. If, like, I could have told you a spoiler of Omni Man, which they already spoiled it themselves. Yeah. Literally the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not the twist that's great. It's the far, it's the intensity yep. that comes it's, from it. It's the journey that gets to there. It's exactly. What comes from it. All right. My so season two predictions. Angstrom Levy is going to be the main villain of season two. 
Who's Angstrom Levy? No idea. He is that man with the big brain on the comic book wall that you, the audience, can't see. see, But Brandon can, so I'm pointing to him right now. Okay. Angstrom Levy is a villain who can travel the multiverse. Okay. And he does an experiment that Mark interrupts that goes horribly wrong, as you can see on the cover. Okay. And... (laughs) <laughs> and he makes invincible like his his like arch ne- nemesis. Okay. And all he wants to do is kill Invincible. Okay. And that's where the go the whole argument of like, hey, you know, without Batman there isn't a Joker because you created the villains. This is kind of similar. It's similar. It goes into a deep route. We're not going to talk about where it goes. I think we're just going to origin. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get him as the big bad initially. But I think he's going to be set up for later. Okay. But he's going to be the big focus, main villain focus. I right, think, yeah, like a set up and then a return to yep. double down kind of thing later on. Mahler twins are back. He yeah. works with them. Spoiler works. Um, so going through like the flashback, aliens from Mars invade Earth. Hmm. That's going to be a scene. Multiverse is explained a little bit. Flaxons come back because the Flaxons always come back. The who? Flaxons, the... The, oh yeah, the, the alien, bug, yeah, yeah, yeah. bug multiverse aliens that yeah, always yeah, yeah. show up, advancing significantly. There's, they're an interesting. So, thing. so Omni Man doesn't wipe them all out. He didn't wipe them all out when he went in there. Um, apparently oh, not. They come back. Okay. They always come back. Okay, maybe they're wrong. Maybe the Foxes will come back. They will come back eventually in the show. They have to. Um, Titan versus Invincible. We're gonna get that matchup. Okay. I was teased. Like, I'm just going through the teaser at the end of season one. We're the biggest thing about season two is going to be Mark taking the place of his dad, becoming the becoming main the sole protector, yeah. being the big guy, and dealing with it, and de- trying to juggle high school and then college. And okay. they already teased that, and that's part of the comics as well. My prediction is Amber is no longer going to be a thing. At the end of the season, they break up. Yeah. I don't know. Their relationship was not built to last. Yeah. Amber, Amber is such a, I liked Amber up to the point where she's like, I knew you were invincible all along. Like, okay, don't be, don't be a bitch about it. Yeah. (laughs) Like this guy's literally changing, uh, saving lives here. He's literally, you know, like I understand she has grief or she has beef. Yeah, grief, but uh, a little bit grief. But like, she has beef, right? Mm. She has beef on Invincible. She has beef on her boyfriend not being there, not telling Mm. her. Perfectly fine, but don't be like, you know, like it's. It comes down to it's like okay, a little understandable. Yeah, you got to be. She's also this is seventeen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a childhood or teenage romance. You know, talking about some serious, like life changing, world altering news. If he tells her who she is or who he is. But potentially get out everywhere. The argument stuff. is, though, that she's just a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> she's a teenager. She doesn't know better. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She thinks that like the relationship is up there, and maybe it could have been. Um, other predictions? Eve quits being a superhero. That's her own thing. Yeah, I mean, that was. I feel like that was teased already, that she yeah. doesn't seem Lizard League happy. returns, because Lizard League always returns. Lizard League? Yeah. Who's that? They're just a small villain. Um, I think... There's another villain too that shows up. He's the guy who controls like the ground and stuff. Doctor Seismic, maybe. Okay. I think that's actually his name. He Sounds shows familiar. up too. That's part of like the 
a montage at the end. The big one. Are you ready for the big prediction I have? The cliffhanger? Hit me with it. Mark faces his dad at the end. Again? No, not not as like a fight. He comes he gets confronted by his dad. Okay. I'm not gonna explain how. But that's the cliffhanger. Something's gonna happen. He's gonna his dad's gonna be there and it's gonna be shattering. Are we gonna get more interesting like is Omni Man gonna become more of a in depth character kind of thing? Like is oh, he maybe yeah. yeah, gonna oh, yeah. start to question some of his own choices Omni and decisions? Man is arguably he's definitely top five of biggest characters in Invincible. He's mm. not done. He's far from done. He's coming oh, yeah, back. I'm sure, I'm sure. I mean, um, yeah, there's no invincible. He's arguably he's not number one because Mark's number one. But he's arguably top three of like most important characters, most interesting characters too. Oh yeah. On top of him, we also get un- I don't want to get too into it. Cliffhanger. I believe it ends with season two deals with him. Season three is dealing with the conflict that's at hand that is okay. presented at the end of season two. Okay, they had to like work together to try to stop something. Something along those lines. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. And in like once that happens, because that storyline in the comic books, because like the next time he deals with his dad, it starts off the big storyline. Okay. The big like the big bads of okay. the Invincible Universe. Okay. Filter might come back, man. Okay. Uh, they've been teasing it. It comes back once they're in there. I'm excited for it because that's gonna be some Dragon Ball Z shit. Okay. It's gonna be like Dragon Ball Z, like them fighting. Hopefully, it's not like episodes upon episodes of them yelling, yeah, powering up. up. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> there's only eight episodes a season, but like, there's gonna be episodes where it's just like the last. Like, it's so intense. Okay. The intensity between Mark and his dad. It's gonna be that, but like Mark and the other person, where they're actually trying to kill each other. Okay. I'm excited for it. I'm the excited. first the first um big bad that comes from that race of people. Mm. Uh his name is Conquest. Um great. Yeah. But another thing I like about Invincible too, and we're we'll wrap it up shortly. Is that there's such a great rotation of just B list villains. Mm. You have I- your big bads. Uh, you have the Viltrumites that are coming eventually. Um, the threat's there. You have Omni-Man. You have Angstrom Levy. You have other villains that are big that I won't spoil. Actually, I'll just say one of them is Dinosaur Man. Okay. He's fucking ridiculous, but he's so deadly. But it's, it's such a, like, he's deadly in, like, a smart way. It makes you think. Okay. This is probably season four, five, six, somewhere around there. Okay. I'm not sure about the pacing of the show. But the cool thing is there's so many small villains. And we already, like, with Battle Beast and mm. Titan and uh, Machine Head. Really fills out the world. world. Like, a hero is nothing without a whole slew of villains. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lizard League is one of them, too. It's so interesting because there's, like, each one of them have it, has its own story. Okay. And I'm excited just to see it all play out. And that's what I think what makes Invincible so great. In fact, one of the best, like... Elite, like one of the best comics, and hopefully one of the best shows, is simply just because it's so layered with lore. Mm. 
Um, like the Batman version, the Batman character. They have a Batman character, and they have a whole issue. And I don't know if I brought put it out. I don't think I did. Um, where they have like the Batman. Mm. I think not Darkwing. I forget what what they call that version of Batman. But the whole like the city that he protects is all like black. It's all oh. dark. It's nighttime all the time because somebody put a curse on it. Okay, so, <laughs> so it's like always dark mm. in the city. I'm like just simple shit like that. Like the lore of it and just the ideas. So I'm excited for Invincible. Um, I wasn't planning on doing this episode until later on when it released. We'll have to get back to it once it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, I saw the news. I'm like, I got to talk Invincible. Mm-hmm. I got to talk how excited about this show I am. It's back, baby. It's going to be um, other news that I didn't mention. It's going to come out quicker. That's good. It has been a while. It's going to come out quicker. There's going to be a few gaps. Kind of like Rick and Morty where like they stop. You don't know. Mm. Um, Production-wise, it takes a lot to animate. Mm. So, But they already have season twos on its way. Mm-hmm. Season three is already recorded. They just have to do the animation. So hopefully, end of 2024, start of 2025, which is crazy to think about, mm-hmm. only a few years away, is going to be the start of season three. That and I'm nice. hoping this is going to be one of the greatest superhero shows of all time. It's got a very solid start. Yeah. Yeah. And it only gets better. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited to see where it goes. All right. Any other thoughts on Invincible? I don't think so. Don't think I have either. The Martians are coming back. I'm excited for that. Or the Mar- the little aliens. Yeah. Back. I'm excited the- for that. I just had that thought. All right. This was this is Don't Involve Me. This is the Invincible episode. We have Brandon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I am Jake, and we are out.